Yo, 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 good evening and happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to episode 114 of Sports Takes Galore. I'm your humble host, Gabe, and thank you again for listening. Here we go with NFL Championship Sunday as the final four teams will vie to see who will be playing in Super Bowl 56 two weeks from this Sunday. I'll give you my takes, analysis, on predictions on who I believe will be the representatives from the AFC and NFC in Super Bowl 56. And I will do a small tribute to both Sean Payton and Ben Roethlisberger. Both retired this week. I'll give you my tributes to both men coming up on the other side. Stay tuned. All right, now without further ado, let's get right into it. Well, there's no opening take because this is an all-NFL episode, but before I get into the championship games, I'm going to start off with a small tribute to two men, Sean Payton and Ben Roethlisberger. Let's start with Sean Payton. Sean Payton, this past Tuesday, decided to step down as head coach of the New Orleans Saints. He coached there for 15 seasons. He had a record of 152 in 89. He had nine playoff appearances and one Super Bowl victory in 2009. Now, one of the memorable things I will say about that Super Bowl was what Sean Payton did at the beginning of the second half. And this was a gutsy move. He kicked an onside kick and recovered it, stealing the possession from Peyton Manning. But of course, that game will probably be most remembered by the interception by cornerback Terry Porter on Peyton Manning to seal a deal for Drew Brees and company. Another thing that defies Sean Payton's legacy is he made Drew Brees one of the most prolific quarterbacks in the NFL, an all-time great and a future Hall of Famer. Now, he acquired Drew Brees in 2006 after he injured his shoulder in his last season as the Chargers quarterback. And the Miami Dolphins had a chance to get Drew Brees, but they didn't think he would be be able to recover from that shoulder injury. Now imagine if the Miami Dolphins had decided to take a chance on Drew Brees the way Sean Payton and the Saints did. Maybe Nick Saban would still be in the NFL and not going to be the GOAT of head coaches in college football. But, hey, guess we'll never know, right? Anyway... Sean Payton also had a black eye as head coach in the NFL. And that was between 2009 to 2011. Bounty Gate. Anybody don't know what Bounty Gate was? It was his defensive coordinator, Greg Williams, used to pay his defensive players to knock the other team's offensive players out. And of course, this happened under Sean Payton. Now, whether he knew about it or not, I mean, one could argue. But if he didn't know about it, and if he did, he didn't do anything to stop it. So the NFL had an investigation, and Sean Payton was found liable. And he was suspended for the entire 2012 season. That was a year Drew Brees broke the all-time record in in passing yards. So... But you also have to give Sean Payton credit. I mean, he was able to 
carry help with the city during Hurricane Katrina and the Saints was a good distraction for them. I mean, probably the game they had against the Atlanta Falcons, this was like when the stadium had to be used to house folks during Hurricane Katrina. And I mean, when they finally had a game, that meant a lot to the citizens of New Orleans. So I can say for Sean Payton, he's definitely a Hall of Famer as a coach. So whatever he does going forward, whether he retires for good or decides in a couple of years he wants to get back in, all I can say is good luck to you. You will be missed. Now let's move on to Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger announced his retirement from the Steelers after 18 seasons. Ben Roethlisberger was part of that quarterback class with Eli Manning and, and, and um, Philip Rivers. Like Eli Manning, he was a two-time Super Bowl winner. Now, of course, in the first Super Bowl, he wasn't much of a factor. That was all Heinz Ward. Now, in the second Super Bowl, he was a factor. I mean, he threw the winning um, touchdown pass to Antonio Holmes' back shoulder to win that Super Bowl for the Pittsburgh Steelers over the Arizona Cardinals. Now, of course, in recent years, Ben seems to have been slowing down. I mean, he's been contemplating retirement for at least three years. Almost similar to Brett Favre. I mean, I think one game, I can't remember who, who the opponent was, he threw like four or five interceptions. And then after the game, he was complaining like he doesn't think he has it. Now, of course, the Pittsburgh Steelers should have been looking for his heir apparent three years ago. And now they're stuck without a quarterback at that position. But Ben Roethlisberger was a good quarterback. Maybe not a great quarterback, but he was good enough. He definitely is a Hall of Famer. He's fifth all-time in passing with 6,088 yards passing, 418 touchdown passes, 5,440 completions. I mean, he had an excellent career. And the Steelers, he's going to be missed. So, all I can say for Ben Roethlisberger is thanks for the memories. You had a great, you had a great career. Enjoyed watching you play. And good luck the rest of the way. Now let's move on to Championship Sunday. We're going to start in the AFC. We have the Kansas City Chiefs will be hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. This is a rematch from Week 17 in the NFL that was played in Cincinnati. The Bengals won the game on the last drive, 34-31. During this game, they were down 14 points twice, 14 to nothing and 21 to 7. Now, the Cincinnati Bengals are going to be looking to continue their Cinderella season because I think most would probably agree we all thought that the Cincinnati Bengals was probably a year or two away. But I guess they're a year early. I mean, they won the division, hosted the Raiders in the playoff game, 
and won their first playoff game in 30 years. Then they go, went on the road and upset the Tennessee Titans and got their first win on the road as a franchise. So now they're going to be looking to get their second road victory in franchise history, but it will not be easy. They're going against the Kansas City Chiefs and probably one of the toughest places to play, Arrowhead Stadium, and one of the loudest crowds in the NFL. Now for Cincinnati to pull off this upset, they have to be better on the offensive line. I mean, they were the Cincinnati Bengals were fortunate enough to get away with nine sacks on Joe Burrow. That can't happen this week. So Frank Clark and Chris Jones are going to be looking to feast. Because if they can protect Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd are going to be ready. But for the, for the Cincinnati Bengals, they have to be able to keep the chains going. Use up the clock. I know they're a high-powered offense, but so are the Kansas City Chiefs. So Joe Mixon needs to play a big role. And he also, he also has a good safety blanket in C.J. Osman, the tight end. So, Burrow and company can't just depend on Jamar Chase. He has to be able to spread the ball around. Now for the Cincinnati defense, they have to get to Patrick Mahomes. They got to know where Kelsey, they got to know what Tyreek Hill is at all times. Make, make Patrick Mahomes pass the other guys like Brian Pringle and make sure they know where Jarek McKinnon is at all time because as I said last week he is the X factor in both the running and the passing game now the Chiefs I think they'll be looking for to do the same strategy use the clock keep the Bengals on the sideline and that's going to require Patrick Mahomes and company to run the ball not just with Patrick Mahomes himself even though he did run for some yardage last week. But Clyde Edward Hilaire needs to run, needs to do more in the running game. So I believe this game is going to be similar to the, the regular season game. I think you're going to see a lot of points. This game is going to come down to the defenses. Which defense can make enough plays? And can win the turnover battle. Because one thing Joe Burrow is also known for is interceptions. So if the Chiefs are able to get several interceptions off Joe Burrow. They're going to cruise to another Super Bowl. So I've been going back and forth on this game. Because I believe any of these teams could win it. I mean, yeah, Cincinnati, you know, beat them in the regular season. So that gives them confidence they can do it again. But we all know you can throw regular season out. If you don't believe it, ask the Green Bay Packers. They beat my Niners in the regular season and lost in the playoffs. That's just one of many examples. So, but the Chiefs do have the experience. I mean, they've been in these big games several times. This is Joe Burrow and company's first game. 
I believe this game will turn will be a shootout similar to last week's game between the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs, which most would argue was probably the greatest playoff game ever. So I'm just gonna go ahead and say I think the Chiefs are gonna win this game on a field goal. I believe Patrick Mahomes and company will go down the field and kick and kick the game-winning field goal and will make their third straight appearance in the Super Bowl. So I'm gonna go Kansas City 38. The Bengals. Now let's move on to the NFC Championship. And that's my San Francisco 49ers versus the LA Rams. Now everybody knows this is a division rivalry. These two teams have seen each other twice. Both won by my 49ers. First game in San Francisco, 31 to 10, where they basically grounded and pounded the Rams in the submission. In the last game of the season, which the 49ers needed to get into the playoffs, they rallied from 17 down to beat the Rams in overtime. So, you, you gotta be thinking, do the, do the 49ers have the Rams number? You can say so. I mean, they beat them six straight. But, like I said before, regular season means nothing when it comes to the playoffs. And I know the Rams are sick and tired of my Niners beating them. And think about this, not only there's some history going back to the regular season, they they even played once in the playoffs where the 49ers ran rough shot over the Rams, 30-3 and Candlestick. And Joe, Man, Joe Montana made mincemeat out of the Rams defense. But if you really think about it, this game is somewhat evenly matched. I mean, both teams have good, good um, pass rushes, strong defenses. But of course, it's going to come down to two things. The quarterback and the defense. Matt Stafford has now gotten the monkey off his back. He's not only won one playoff game, but he's won two playoff games. So now, he's going to be looking to win a third playoff game and get to that Super Bowl. And this is the reason why they moved off on from Jared Goff. Gave up all those draft picks. Mortgage the store to get Matthew Stafford. So now, it's his time to deliver. Now for the Niners, we all know that these first two games, the offense hasn't looked as sharp. But I believe this is the game that they should be able to break out of. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have to have the game of his life. This could be a defying game for him. I mean, of course, winning the Super Bowl will define his legacy big time. But he has to be big. As I say, he hasn't been he hasn't been spectacular. I mean, last week he struggled. But he did make the plays when it counted and got him in position 
to kick the game-winning field goal. But he has, but he cannot get off to slow starts like last week. Now, luckily for the Niners, the defense and the special teams came through. And I also believe that this needs to be a big game for George Kittle. I mean, George Kittle started to come alive a little bit last week, but he needs to be big this week. I mean, you know Debo Samuel's going to get his, but and they're going to be keen on him. So it's going to be up to Kittle and Brandon Ayuk to come through. And of course, on the defensive side of the ball, they got to know where Cooper Cup is because Tampa Bay forgot the the fine forgot where Cooper Cup Cooper Cup was, and they got burned, and they lost the game. And of course, the Rams are going to be trying to run the ball, so it's going to be up to the Niners to make them one-dimensional. So, I mean, this game can go either way. I mean, we got to be realistic about that. I mean, we all know that Sean McVay is probably tired of being asked if Shanahan owns him. He's got to be tired of the fact that he can beat anybody else but the 49ers. And for Coach Kyle Shanahan, I mean, two Super Bowls in the last three years would be huge for him. But after everything they went through this season, the ups and downs, you know, starting off three and five, and it looked like their season was about to crumble. And all, and all appears that he might have made a mistake by sticking with Jimmy Garoppolo instead of going with the rookie Trey Lance. But Coach Shanahan stuck to his guns, and here we are. I believe this game is going to come down to the same thing as Week 18. You know, quarterback play and who wins the turnover battle. I believe the game will be close. I don't believe we're going to see the same thing we saw in week 18, where one team jumps on top of the other team. I think this is going to be a slobber knocker for four quarters. But I believe in the end, my 49ers will come through. I believe Jimmy Garoppolo will have the game that the Niners need him to have. I think he will be big in the fourth quarter. He'll make a few plays. He'll make enough plays, timely plays. And Robbie Gold will get in position to kick another game-winning field goal, sending the Niners back to the Super Bowl. That's right. So I'm going to go with my Niners to continue their dominance over the Rams and win this matchup 26 to 23 and now this will conclude but before I conclude I just want to say this if my predictions are correct we will have the rematch from 2020 when the Kansas City Chiefs defeated my Niners 30 to 20 in a game the Niners should have won if they had ran the football because we had them and they didn't finish the job. So, if my predictions are correct again, 
the rematch. Kansas City Chiefs versus the San Francisco 49ers. And now, this will conclude episode 114 of Sports Takes Go War. I'm your humble host, Gabe. Thank you again for listening. Thank you again for downloading. I appreciate it. You can tune into this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and wherever you get your podcasts from. You can follow me on Twitter at GGSports13. And follow me on my Facebook page at Sports Takes Galore with Gabe. I'd like to thank everyone for listening. Thank you everyone for downloading. I hope everybody has a wonderful weekend. Enjoy the championship games. And I will talk to you again on Monday. Bye-bye.